If the pandemic teaches us anything, or reminds us of anything, it is that of the delicacy of human life. That there is this thin margin of error between life and death. When we think of it, obviously in the midst of a pandemic, it's hard to realize, in the course of human history, ours is the most comfortable period without exception. Because of the advances in agriculture, science, and technology, we are able to have things and to be treated in ways that none of our ancestors could have even dreamed. In fact, my great-grandfather fell off a roof in 1944. He was a sheet metal worker. He died because they didn't know that he was bleeding out internally. We wouldn't have that happen today, most likely. We don't think about that in the midst of all of this, but we realize in the midst of this pandemic are now reminded of that balance, of that little difference between life and death, of moving and making a better society and of being a part of the problem. A few weeks ago, my older brother and his wife introduced me to a new television show. I hadn't, well, it's not new, but I hadn't heard of it. It's called Alone. And on this television show, they drop 10 survival experts into an unknown wilderness, and they can take 10 tools with them. They have nothing except for those 10 tools with them. When you watch the show, you see how quickly and how difficult life really becomes when we don't have the modern conveniences of which we are so used to enjoying. Just the littlest slip and a leg or an arm is broken or a cut leads to an infection. Now, they have medical resources and all of that, but it's a reminder watching this. It was, I was kind of blown away just watching the show with my brother of that reminder of how close we are, really, at all times to, to chaos, reigning, to death in our lives. And it's in the midst of that that we can feel hopeless. We can feel helpless. We can feel like there is nothing I can do. Because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical expert. I'm not developing a vaccine. I can wear my mask. I can do all of those things that I'm being asked to do. But I still feel like I can't do much of anything. And especially for people who are isolated and alone because of pre-existing conditions, they're even more isolated and alone. We can feel like there's nothing that we offer the world. In the gospel today, there are five loaves and two fish among more than 5,000. In essence, they didn't have any real food. That is nothing in comparison to the masses. And yet when that little gift, insignificant, inconsequential as it is, is given to Jesus, the masses are fed and satisfied. 5,000 just counting the men, probably twice or three times that when we count the women and children, from five loaves and two fish. This is the grandeur of God's love for us and what he does for us when we offer to him what little we can offer, especially in times such as this. In the first reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, Come without paying and without cost. Why spend your money on for what is not bread? So often we get caught up and we spend all of our energies on those things which are not eternal, those things which do not lead us to happiness, those things which lead us away from God. 
And what is God saying? Come without cost. Come and I will feed you. All you who are thirsty, come to the water. Not only those who can afford it, but all of you. And especially those of you who have nothing, who are suffering, who are struggling. In Matthew 10, 8, we hear, Freely you have received, freely you are to give. That the Lord is the one who pays the price so that he can feed the 5,000. The Lord is the one who gave his life and died for you so that your sins may be forgiven. The world, brothers and sisters, is going to throw everything at us. It's not an easy place to live. St. Paul says, Will it be nakedness? Will it be angels, principalities, present things, future things, persecution, famine? Anything that could go wrong in this world probably will. But guess what? None of that can separate us from God's love. Ultimately, there is one victor, and that is Christ. No matter what happens, if we have Christ, we have victory. We have power. We have love and mercy. And this is the challenge right now, is for each of us to recognize, in a sense, our helplessness, our weakness, our vulnerability, and to give that as a community to Jesus. And if just from our meager offering, we are able to get five loaves and two fish, look at what Jesus did. But here's the thing. In order to truly give, in order to truly be vulnerable, as we heard in the gospel, we have to follow Jesus out into that wilderness. And perhaps you're there right now. And therefore, this is the best time to give your life away, to offer what little you have, and to let the Lord's abundance reign in your life. To pray every day, to confess your sins, to serve the poor, to work for justice and peace. Five loaves and two fish. Whatever you can offer today, give it to Jesus. And we will see, and you will see in your own life and in your own heart, the grandeur, the gratuity of his love and goodness.